of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Bringing a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I mean, you know how it is. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. You know, two dudes talking sports. Well, wait, listen to those two clowns. You can't do nothing but get your roll on. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. It's a vibe action. It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Let's go. Hey, where's your... Where's your sticker? I I voted by mail. I voted by oh, mail. Oh, you don't get a I'm sticker sorry. that I had way. my mic turned up to See, that's yeah, what no, you're missing you out. You're missing yeah. out. What else? You what else it. did I miss out? Well, on? you miss out on a free sticker. You miss out on a free pointer. If you're at the polling place that I go to, you you miss out on free cookies. You're an idiot. Oh, free cookies. Yeah. What kind of cookies did they have? They have all kinds of cookies. That's what makes voting such a pleasure. Forget about the issues. I'm there for the free stuff. The sweet tooth stuff, the free cookies, the free pointers, the free stickers, all yeah, that stuff. I love like voting. A kid in a candy store. I okay. love voting, man. I voted. I just didn't do it in person. Mailed it in. Brittany and I did. Uh, easy that way. Sent it in uh, last week, as a matter of fact. I love everything about it. I like seeing the people that work there at the polling center. If you're out there on the middle branch, hey, shout out to you people. You're outstanding volunteers. We love you. And those machines are outstanding. They're a lot of fun. I wish I had one. What do you mean they're a you lot imagine of fun? imagine. If you had one of those touch screens all the time, I'd vote every day if I could. <laughs> so, what do you want for lunch? So, I'm voting for a chicken sandwich. You know what? You'll get an opportunity for one of those touch screens come January 1st, 2023, when gambling is legal in the Buckeye State. Yeah. Those kiosks will be everywhere. Uh, you can vote that way. Cost too much that, that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I cast my vote for free because I live in America. 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 Love it. I love the vote. Does that mean we're not going to get to hear any more of the great um, ads from all the politicians uh, on our radio station? Brian, are there any left or are they done? Yeah, are they done? They have to still be running because you can vote up until what, 7 o'clock? I would think you'd run them all the way through until the the polls close today. I I don't know. those ads. They're hysterical, Bernie Kosar, the best quarterback in Cleveland. Yo, Yost. I love it. (laughs) For Ohio. For For you and me. Not that we're endorsing that. We just remember. It's kind of like one of those Tim Misney commercials. In fact, the Misney commercials are so popular now, he just says, you know what I do. I was driving to the Monsters game on 71, man, and I'm looking up and I see the billboard. Now, you know, as you're approaching it, you think, oh, it's going to say, I'll make them pay. No, you're right. He had the eyebrow raised. He pointed the finger at me as I was driving, right? Yeah. You know what I do. It's like the people's (laughs) eyebrow, isn't it? It is. He's got that working for him. If The Rock was an attorney, you know, starting next week. You know, you you know, there's another movie coming out. He's got a Christmas movie coming out, The Rock. Does he really? Another Christmas movie. I don't know if it's coming out for this holiday season or next year. Him and Chris Evans teamed up. Both former America's Sexiest Man Alive, according to People magazine. But my, my question is this. If Chris Evans is the new Sexiest Man Alive, does that mean all previous men alive are dead? No, they're they're still alive for this year. Oh. For the year of 2022, Chris Evans was voted sexiest man yeah. alive by People magazine. Well, I does that mean that The Rock's not sexy anymore? He's Captain America. 
You know, well, I get it. I, it, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But I do know this. If right. they ever made a movie about Tim Misney, The Rock oh, would yeah. play Tim Misney. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. You know, with the, the people's eyebrow and everything like that. And, you know, The Rock, <laughs> what's pay. a better, seriously, what's a better catchphrase? Can you smell what The Rock is cooking or mm-hmm. I'll make them pay? Well, I never saw, can you smell what mm-hmm. The Rock is cooking on a billboard? I didn't either. I mean, you see it a lot on TV. You yeah. hear it on this show on occasion. But I, like you said, I've never seen it in print, papers, yeah. uh, on the intranet, uh, in billboard form, and everything like that. Mm. Uh, that that's a toss-up, right? Maybe we should have our listeners yeah. vote on, uh, you know, election day. What's a better catchphrase? Yeah. Uh, can that's you smell what the Rock is cooking, or? I'll make them well, pay. Better yet, the more important message is that you do go out and vote today. Exercise your right. And I got news for you. I wish I would have voted instead of stayed up late to watch Cavaliers last night. I was up late watching the entire game, and I was up for another hour twittering with people talking about the game. Okay? Because what what I like to do is win or lose, I like to break it down, right? Here's why they won. They, they hit threes. They cut to the basket. They moved the basketball. They played good defense and, and held, uh, who was it, the Lakers to 36 points in the second half the other night. Well, last night they lost. So I was telling people why they lost, and people are yelling at me, oh, how are you giving up on them? It's just one. I'm like, I'm not giving up on them. I'm just telling you why they lost. Terrible shot selection, mm-hmm. lazy passes, turnovers yeah. down the stretch, uh, and poor defense. And uh, Darius Garland mm-hmm. was awful in the last mm-hmm. four minutes last Yeah, night. too many turnovers. You watch a game like that, and the first thing that comes to mind is they're tired. And, you know, they've got a couple of more road games before things ease up on them. So they're going to have to really dig down deep and figure out where they are. And, you know, the, just look in the mirror and say – We've got to, you know, play four quarters of basketball because they had that game locked up. They're up by 12 points with like five minutes to go. They just four ran minutes. out of gas. They started making. No, they didn't, they didn't run out of gas. They thought the game was over. They thought they had it in the bag. So instead of no. running their offense, uh, they took careless shots too soon in the shot clock and made careless passes. Karis yeah. LeVert with a horrible turn. They had six turnovers alone in the fourth quarter right. because, like I said, they got lazy because they thought the yeah. game, hey, we got this in the bag because the Clippers aren't going to come back. Lazy makes me think they're tired, and some of the fouls, yeah. they kept putting that team on the line. The thing is, with four minutes, five minutes, whatever it was, you don't want the opponent to score with no time coming off the clock. Yeah. But we kept fouling them, and I'm thinking it's because they were tired. Well, I, I think they – Created turnover, so then they reached out. And, and what do you know? Two wrongs don't make a right. Let me throw a bad pass, and then I'll reach in and foul the guy. Well, that's not good. You turned right. it over. You couldn't score one, two, or three points. Mm-hmm. Now you just fouled him where they can score two points. Right, and I understand you could put the blame or a lot of it on Darius Garland, but you could yes. also blame J.B. Bickerstaff as well because there were some rested players on the bench that he didn't put in. He didn't put Dean Wade back in in the fourth quarter until Mobley fouled out. So, I mean – it's top to bottom. It's something that I hope they can learn from. It's still a young right. team. Coaching staff's young as well. So hopefully they take something out of this loss. Well, here's the only concern for me, and I sent this out on Twitter. They're 8-2. and two. you got to love that. If you would have told me yep. they'd start 8-2, and two, I'd, have, I'd said, sign me up for that. But their two losses are almost identical, JT, on the road against a decent team, right? with a late lead in the fourth quarter and collapsing in the last four minutes. Mm -hmm. I sent the play-by-play out on Twitter side-by-side, and you can see it starts 
for in both cases with a missed free throw mm-hmm. and then all the other bad things that happened down the stretch. Hey. So I hope that's not going to be a trend we see against the better teams in the fourth quarter. Why do you think I talked about it yesterday? Out of the eight games that they had won, there was yeah. only two teams with a winning record. Now, obviously, they beat Boston, but it took overtime in both games, and they lost to Toronto. Everyone else is sub-500. And that included last night's game. I believe the Clippers were only at 500. So you can right. count them as a, you know, I guess, decent team. That's a good team. And especially better, when yeah. you're on the road, you're going to expect to maybe not play your best on the second night of a back-to-backer. And let's remember this as well, not to just make excuses, but that game against the Lakers was a weird time. You know, their time in L.A., what did it tip off at, like 11, 30, 12, something like that? You turn back around, you got a night game. Yeah, but here's the thing. It should have benefited the Cavs because the Clippers played after the Lakers and the Cavs, so they had less yeah, rest than the Cavaliers did. They played a back-to-back, and again, it was just uh, – and we'll hear from um, Donovan Mitchell at some point today. We'll play the post-game sound. I, I'm just going to paraphrase. It sounded to me, in listening to him, JT, he was 8, what, 8 of 11 from three-point range, and it almost looked like he was deferring – to Darius Garland, uh, you know what? Okay, yeah, I know I can close. And, and for the betterment of the team, for his confidence, maybe I'll, I'll give him a shot at closing this one out. And Garland went mm-hmm. 0 for 3 from the field, 1 for 2 from the line, two turnovers, mm-hmm. and a personal foul in the last four minutes. Yeah, the turnovers that, are what really get you. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll play it a little later. And when we do, you tell me yeah. if, if you heard that from – uh, Donovan Mitchell as well, kind of like, okay, right. I- I'm going to see if he can do this. Well, it's just one game early in the again, season. Again, growing pains in a young team. Let's hope they can learn something from it because you're right. I mean, that was a massive collapse. I think uh, well, they were up by, what, 12 points? They, they, did at one time towards the end of that game, didn't the Clippers outscore them 15 zip? Yeah, they were on a 15-0 run, and uh, let's see here. I, I, I saved it on my phone. I was going to use it in screenshots, but since we're yapping about it now, uh, shut your yapper. Um, it was 112-100 Cavs with 437 mm. left to go in the game, okay? And they end up losing the game, what was it, 119-117? Right. So they were outscored in the last 437, 19-5, yeah. and there was a 15-0 yeah. run in there. they got to find out who they are, and they need to play the right way. And it's that's why I love listening to uh, Doherty when he breaks down the game and says, he, he said it last year too. Play between the baseline and the foul line, especially in those late moments of a game like that. It makes all the difference in the world. And we were having our way in the paint for the most part. We went away from it. Like you said, poor shots. My goodness. The shot from the corner that Darius Garland took in the waning moments, I'm like, why why are you taking that? At least run some time off the clock. It wasn't a desperation heave. At the buzzer, I don't believe. And so he just should have found someone else and, you know, Ball movement, and instead of guys standing around, they were all standing around, which leads me to believe they're just a little bit tired. That's okay as long as we can learn from it. Let's see how they do tomorrow night when they take on Sacramento. Yeah, go on the road, get a win at Sacramento, then you get a day off, and then you get to play the Warriors, and uh, Steph Curry woke everybody up with 47 last night for Golden State. They got the win. Uh, so that'll be a challenge for them as well. But, hey, you go 3-2 and two on this road trip. I'm yeah. okay with that, right? Five games. It started in Detroit. You won the first two. You lost this one. Win one of the next two. You come back from that. Get it out of the way. I'm perfectly right. fine with that if they come back at 9-3. and three. Well, I, you know, I, I don't even want to play the record game yet. I want them to learn from it. And even if they play poorly, I want to, I'd rather see them play well in a loss 
than give one away though, like they did last night. Yeah. That's and the other thing point. I'm upset about is the fact that I stayed up till one o'clock watching it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know that going in, right? It's it's the I West didn't Coast. I want to do it, Kenny. I don't like doing it. I stayed up, and then I did the sports report for Canton's Morning News, and then I was in my Twitter battles with people talking about well, why they lost. Well, you can do that, and people love to argue, and they, you know, good that they're adamant about the team. Good that they've got passion and yes. the fact that we're somebody again. And you know, I'm, it's funny. I I'm going to read this story to you now, and it's going to be part of Sprinkle the Infield uh, later right. on. A poll found the average person needs 66 hours to fully adjust to the change to standard time. So you should be back to normal around 7 p.m. tonight. 2,000 people were asked how long it takes to adjust to shifting the clocks. The average was 66 hours. That's two days and 18 hours. Or in my case, I won't feel better until next March when we go back to daylight savings. You just hate it no matter I can't, what, man. I, I, I never really realized how bad it is and the weird thing is this i'll be tired to, and, and you know what folks if you agree with me i'd love to hear from you at 3304501480 i could sleep all day and stay up all night all of a sudden do you get tired during the day and want to nap and then one o'clock comes around? i'm telling you it wasn't i was i was more ticked off that they lost than the fact that i stayed up watching basketball till one because when that game ended Dude, I wasn't tired. Well, that's just it. The adrenaline right. flows, win or that. lose. They win, you feel good, so you're awake. They lose, you're pissed off, but there's that negative adrenaline flowing, right? You can't mm-hmm. go to – that's why. I, you know what? I, I, I timed funny. it out. I'm like, I'll do my – I'll wait. I had, didn't tape any of my sports report till after that game was yeah. over, obviously, right? And then I said, all right, I got time to kill because I'm still wide awake. Go on Twitter battle with some people mm-hmm. over why they lost and all this stuff, and then eventually it calmed me down. Well, you know what? It's amazing you say that because last week, and I did not put this story down, but they were talking about how long it takes you to get over a loss to your favorite football team, and normally they say it's about a week, week and a half. Okay. So, in other words, if the Browns wouldn't have won on Monday night, you'd probably still be feeling really bad about the fact that they would be obviously 2-6. and six. We know that. But right. you felt better in the fact that they beat a team that's, a, we think, a good team in the Bengals after what we saw on Sunday. But then again, they just beat up on a really bad Carolina team, right? But my Baker point is this. When your favorite team loses, you feel bad longer. Yes. You know, the one that affects me the most when they lose, and let's hope we don't face it this year, it's the Ohio State Buckeyes. Oh, yeah. Right? When, when they lose that negative feeling, yes, that, it's like a hangover. And it's with me, mm-hmm. especially if it means they got no shot at making the, you know, the playoff, mm-hmm. right? And so last year, that loss to Michigan, oh, boy, that, that stuck with me for a while, man, because that, that just well, wiped out any of their chances. At least in the second half of the Rose Bowl, because they backed it up with a really lousy first half in the Rose Bowl. But see, the way I look at the Rose Bowl, it's meaningless. I know it's meaningless, it's, but you were you're getting not playing for a championship. I don't care. It would have t- really been a tough pill to swallow Losing to Michigan and then getting drilled by okay. Utah? Yeah, Ooh. true. What was it, 48-45 oh, they came back and won geez, in that game? Terrible. Well, tonight we'll find out if the Buckeyes uh, stay at number two or if they drop to number three after their performance at Northwest uh, Northwestern. Excuse me. Um, you've got 
what is it, 7 o'clock tonight, the college football playoff committee, I think, announces mm. uh, the new rankings, week number two, and what's expected. Everything that I saw on the internet today, uh, it says that uh, jumping to number one will be Georgia. Most people have the Buckeyes staying at two or Michigan moving in mm. front of the Buckeyes. So it's going to be Big Ten, two and three, either Ohio State, right. Michigan, or Michigan, Ohio State. I'd really be shocked if they move Michigan ahead of Ohio State because they just really haven't played anyone other than maybe Penn State. I Like I told you, I want them to because I want Ohio fine. State to get pissed off. If they need I, it, I want fine. that extra motivation, man. Anything to keep them motivated. They're, they're 18 to 23-year-old kids, man. you got to make sure you, you get them well, focused and keep them motivated. You could be right, too, because as we mentioned in basketball, a lot of times when you gear up for a big game like they did at Penn State, you win that game even though it was tight. Maybe you're a little bit full of yourself. Maybe you're not really giving Northwestern any credit. They stood up. They right. wanted to play. They adjusted to the elements. You didn't. So now you've got to really self-check yourself, just like the Cavaliers need to, and figure out what's wrong with this team. And you you might be onto something into the fact that for the last three games in a row now, the Buckeyes really haven't played up to their potential. They have not. They, they have not reached it for whatever reason. You can talk about some injuries. You can talk about road games. You can talk about, uh, you know, having the hangover, the victory hangover from Penn State that affected you at Northwestern, and, and then the weather. And I heard Ryan Day talking about He said somebody told him there was an 80-mile-an-hour wind gust at uh, one point. That was point terrible. In the game. You know so, who was there, you know, don't you? No. Well, this that? is a reason, too. We could write that game off. Why is that? Frank Salona, the black cat, was at that game. No wonder they scuffled. My goodness, I didn't realize yeah, Frank he's black was there cat. at that game. Yeah. Black cat, man. Mm-hmm. He goes on those road trips, and then he makes it closer than they should be. It's Frank's fault. You know who he looked like? He looked, he looked like, like Kenny from South Park. He was all bundled oh. up. He had a big <laughs> raincoat on and a hood. You could barely see his face. If he didn't tag himself in the picture on social media, I'd have never known it was him. I, saw, I thought I saw him catching pancakes they somewhere today. They killed Kenny, though. those bees. You know, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, but uh, Ryan Day, uh, you know, talking about that. So we need to come out, and we need to get off to a fast start this week. And I agree with him, right? Come out. Mm-hmm. No, leave no doubt about it that, hey, the weather was the reason we played horribly mm-hmm. at Northwestern. Watch us mm-hmm. uh, put 21 points up in the first six minutes of the game against Indiana. Look at the similarities. What do you have to do? You have to play all four quarters. Doesn't matter where we're talking basketball in the NBA yeah. or football in NCAA. That's true. Browns, oh, too, that's... for that matter, on yeah. Sunday. Browns are a four-point dog on the road at, at a team that, and I just saw the uh, power rankings. Do you realize, and let me see if I can find this. I think Miami is in the top ten. Miami, Miami in the power rankings, ESPN NFL power rankings, top ten look like this. Number right. 10, 49ers. Number yep. 9, Seattle. Number 8, you ready for this? They beat at least one really good team, and now maybe we can say they beat us too. The New York football Jets are yeah. at number eight. That's a fraud, Come but on. go ahead. That's a fraud. Number seven, a team that I thought might have gotten upset yesterday. You just mentioned the fact that they won last night. The Baltimore yep. Ravens, the number six team in the top ten power rankings, NFL, ESPN, are the yep. Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number one. Yeah, and Not as good as Tennessee. Uh, no. Number five, Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Number four, you like that, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, yeah. Did you see him uh, dancing on the plane with yeah, no shirt on? Kirk Cousins? What do you think he is? I don't uh, know. 
Who, who, who does he think he is? J.R. Smith? <laughs> Shoot it, J.R. Shoot it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you got Bills at three, Kansas City at two, Philadelphia Eagles at one. But if they're that good, the Miami Dolphins at the top ten of the power rankings and the Browns are down around 20, why are they only a four-point dog? Every week? You never know in the NFL. That's right. a, that's the NFL. Roger Goodell right now is loving life in the NFL because there's parity and upsets that can happen each reason. and every week. It's unbelievable. I have a reason why. Go ahead. What? To attack a Vialoa is one hit away from getting knocked out of the game. Okay. I'm not wishing anything on him. I'm right. not saying I want them to hurt him. I'm saying right. he's pretty fragile. And if they knock him out, Maybe that's one of the reasons Vegas doesn't make them a bigger point favorite. Okay, they're possible. Or they're waiting for the injury reports to come out, too, with both teams to see if Denzel Ward's going to play, Wyatt Teller's going to play, right? Speaking of which, I have dropped from the ranks of the undefeated. Oh, no, in fantasy. I lost in fantasy. I put together a hell of a team, Kenny. I came back with everything I could. Bunch of bench warmers and guys that I had to pick up off the waiver wire, and I lose by, get this, Three points. Who beat you? Bob Lung. We've had him on a show before. He talks fantasy yeah. football. He writes. But I, oh, I okay. took him to the wire, man. I gave it my best shot. So you're now what, eight and one? Eight and one. Okay. That's you know what? Here it's better to lose in the regular yeah. season than in the playoffs. You There's the positive spin on it. How's that? Start a streak in the wrong direction. I look at it like baseball. You get on these rolls until something baseball. happens and then you go in a different way. I hope this doesn't start a losing streak on my show, on my part. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You lost one game. How many, how many weeks to the playoffs? Losing is contagious. Game? I think contagious. Uh, week 14, I think. 14. Okay, so you got to tell you, you're fine. You get all your guys back this week, right? Get Nick Chubb back this week. Yes. Who else you get back this week? Nick Chubb. Uh, we'll see. We, we lose. Who else do we get? Oh. David and Joku. Amari Cooper. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and you know what, Miami? I think that's going to be a higher scoring game in the mid to upper twenties. So I think you'll have a chance for your yeah. guys to get some points in that game. The Dolphins averaging about thirty points a game anyway. Well, so that that should be fun again. One o'clock Sunday. I'll be out at uh, Jersey's on Fulton with the Star County Browns backers, and we'll be there watching and see if the Browns can come off the bye and get a win. They need to, man. Right? If they're going to have any chance, because. Well, with the Ravens winning, le- and boy, did you watch their defense last night? Nope, not with one Roquan down. With Smith, oh my goodness. I didn't. Roquan Smith looked like he had played with uh, them really? for three years. Oh, yes. See he the was difference? fantastic. We make that deal for Jones, bring him in from Atlanta. He's a middle linebacker, and I know he hadn't played yet, but he was ready to play. And the Browns right. put him on a shelf the first week he was in Cleveland. This guy yeah. goes in and starts immediately. Oh, come on, man. man. See, that's Stefanski right there. Well, I'm just this dude. Let's just be honest. He's a better player than Jones. He I agree. led the league in tackles. Okay, but with Anthony Walker injured, you needed to start Jones. Although well, they got lucky. Now I think they've got another predicament on their hands. The way he played last week, Taki Taki should be your starter. Yeah, we'll see. Well, again, the offense you go up against may dictate which type of defense you play to start the game. Whether you have three linebackers or two linebackers, who knows, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I'll, I'll say this, man, and they got no wide receivers. Uh, Bateman's out. He's hurt. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, Deshaun Jackson is a wide receiver now 
for yeah. the Baltimore Ravens. He came out of, let's see, 38 years old, 30, whatever. Um, so he may be their best receiver, and yet they found a way to win last night, 27-13. Garbage touchdown late for the Saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, your buddy Jason Trosclair should be upset because his Saints looked to Andy Dalton sucks. I told you. Remember when I told yeah. you? Oh, Andy Dalton, he knows how to beat. No, he does He sucks. I would take Baker Mayfield over Andy wow. Dalton. That's how bad I think Andy Yikes. Dalton Yikes. Yeah, how about that? I don't know about that. I, I would rather have Baker Mayfield than Andy Dalton. So, well, at least he's got uh, but, youth on his side. Isn't that, he, he probably should. I mean, Baker Mayfield, you got to remember, as bad as he was in Cleveland, as bad as he's playing on a really lousy team, you can't get away from the fact that he was, for whatever reason, and a lot of people thought it was rightfully so, the number one overall pick. What he's done with himself and how he prepares is different than Andy Dalton. Okay, I'll give you that much. But uh, to say that he's better, he should be better. So I, I watched it last night, and we did our trivia and all that stuff, and I came home and watched the Cavs. But that Ravens defense, JT, man, they can they can hit. They can cover. Now they've got somebody to help them stop the run, which, you know remember, they gave up, what, 10, 17-point leads, and that's why they went and made this trade. When you're willing to lo- to win ugly, yes. winning at all costs, right? This is something Stefanski needs to learn. I agree 100% with you. Here's what we'll do. We'll get a break in right now. When we come back, Brian, uh, we're going to do some screenshots. i got a bunch of stuff I've got saved up. Uh, we'll dive into that. We'll sprinkle the infield later on. Plus, we'll take phone calls, 330-450-1480. Just getting started. It's the Kenny and JT Show. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC. 